Give us a full royal Hello, word. everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the 2019 Christmas edition of the Financial Wellbeing Podcast. <laughs> That's Brian Blessed channeling. Is that it? <laughs> anyway, do you know what I should mention? That this is being recorded actually very close to Christmas, unlike those Christmas adverts you see that were recorded in July. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes. Yeah. So this is authentic Christmas. So... Compliments of the season to everybody. You may well be listening to this in between Christmas and New Year, but whenever you are, we hope you've had a fantastic year. And a very Merry Christmas from myself, David Lloyd. And from Chris Budd. And Tom Morris. Exactly. And we're here as ever to talk nonsense around the issue of financial well-being. And today we're going to be doing it with a slightly Christmassy theme. Now, you may have detected something slightly different around the acoustic, the ambient might not sound quite right. Normally, we are ensconced in the luxuriously well-appointed uh, front room at Bud Towers. The West Wing, yes. Exactly. But, but, but today, where are we, Chris, and why are we here? Well, we are in the offices of a company called Parmenian, who are what's called a platform uh, in the investment world. They kindly lent us their studios. And the reason we're not at Bud Towers is very simple. The little alcove that we record our podcast in is currently has a Christmas tree in it. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't actually have the space. Excellent. Well, thanks very much for I love the idea you. of studio. It makes it sound like <laughs> Beatles right? when they're recording, you know, their famous album. God, I'm a Luddite. I can't even think of a title. Abbey Road. Welcome to Abbey Road, everybody. Yeah, thank yeah. you. So, well, thanks for Parmenia for stepping in. And, of course, they also supported last year's Financial Wellbeing Conference, did they, they not, Chris? Have they you got any news about um, whether or not that might be happening again next yeah, year? Yeah, there will be another Financial Wellbeing Conference. It will be in May next year. There are people working on it feverishly as we speak, and actually that's true. <laughs> we often say that it's not, but it is true. The IFW is live, ifw.org.uk. And members can start to sign up through that website. So it's all happening. Yeah, it's very exciting. We've got over 410 people have expressed interest in joining now. So it's really taken off. Fantastic. Well, last year's was a great event. So hopefully we'll get those people and a few more back next year. Anyway, back to the Christmassy things. Uh, what, what, what are we doing today, Chris? We are going to pull a few crackers and then we're going to play some games. It's just a typical Christmas day, I reckon. Marvellous, marvellous. Well, it can't be typical because we're all sober. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, actually, I have just come from a very nice lunch where I did have a medium glass of white wine. There you go. So if I slur a few words, that's the reason. So before we move on to the games, we're going to dispense with the Ovation tips this week because it's Christmas and everybody in the Ovation office is uh, probably not working anymore or too drunk to respond. I don't no know. No comment. <laughs> However, well, let's, let's pull a cracker, shall we? Well, hang well, on. Before, are we going to do that? Yeah, we're going to pull a cracker. So okay. let's, I've got some special crackers for us this oh, wow. year. Yeah, they are organic crackers. Uh-huh. They are crackers that are traditional. So, David, let's, let's you and me pull one first. Are we ready? Ready. One, two, three. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. I love the way that you put that sound effect in there so that as the cracker was pulled... It made that noise. sound effect. What sound effect? That, that, was, that was a cracker, <laughs> the organic crackers. Anyway, so David, you won that one. Tell us what, what right you got. Then, your okay, I've got a joke. Oh, right, uh, it's my Christmas joke. Where is the best place to invest my money? And the answer is single malt whiskey. Where else can you get forty percent? <laughs> well, look, come on, Christmas yeah. crackers aren't supposed to be funny, are they? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the concept of a dad joke? <laughs> I mean, that's right up there, isn't it? And uh, what's your uh, what's your tip in your in your cracker? Well, I've got uh, strangely enough a tight ass Tomo tip in my cracker. Obviously, we're going to come on to the real uh, star of the show for that. 
for his tip a bit later on. But mine is, well, what a coincidence. Because actually, we're a little bit late recording this because Tomo is coming from the Ovation offices, which are a short five-minute walk away from this place. But he was a little bit late arriving. Uh, and the reason was because he was absolutely chucking it down with rain. And so Tight asked Tomo to save on drying costs for getting his clothes dry, decided to wait until it had stopped raining to come around here. So, of course, he inconvenienced me. He inconvenienced you, Chris. And Parmenian. Everybody in Parmenian. However, he saved himself a little bit of money on his lucky bill. So well done, Tomo. <laughs> Charity starts at home, guys. <laughs> right, I'll do my crack and X okay. then. Tomo, do you want to pull, pull it with me? Yeah, ready? Bang! <laughs> hey, these are cracking organic yeah. crackers, oh, aren't right. they? I just love it. I've got a Christmas tip from a chap called Steve Gazzard. Many of our listeners will probably know Steve. He's in the financial services world. I'd never heard of this before, but he suggests, well, not suggests, he does, buy a Christmas tree with roots. I was speaking to him on the phone just before Christmas, and he said, I've got to go in a minute because I've got to go outside, dig up the Christmas tree and bring it back in. So he has a kind of reusable Christmas tree. We're buying one every year with a stump on the end and take up up the tip. He's got one with roots on that he puts in the garden and brings back in every year. Well, that is brilliant. Do you know what I did that a few years ago? Just a small tree yeah. uh, with the roots and had it in the house, put it outside, completely forgot about it. <laughs> Tucked it away around the corner. It was fine in the winter. It was well watered. But we had a long, hot summer. And by the time I went to look at it again, it, it was, was dead. dead. Oh so the principle is a good one, but make sure you look after it. Needs a bit of work. So I wonder... The, the time spent, the extra watering, etc. I wonder if that financially is it works out in the end. Well, anyway, it works for Steve. I thought that's quite a nice idea. Uh, and I, I, do you want my joke? Do you want my, my Christmas cracker joke? We're going to get it whether we want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> What's another name for a long-term investment? A failed short-term investment. <laughs> <laughs> right on the money, I suspect. Very good. Right then. Okay, so one more. So, uh, uh, Tom, I think you and I need to uh, pull this one. Bang. Oh, it's oh. not gone off very loudly, that one, has it? That's not very good crack. Bit of a damn one. squib. Yeah, yeah so it's been <laughs> labelled at me before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a Christmas joke first, and I'll leave the tip till last, because everybody waits for that, obviously. High point of Christmas for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Why is money called dough? I don't know, Tomo. Why is money called dough? Because we all need it! <laughs> yeah, quite. Right, should I we get on to something? something else then, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Height of professionalism. So, I have a Christmas-related tight-ass Tomo tip, it seems. And it's actually from somebody else. Because I snuck these in. I knew these, these crackers already. Because they were my tips that I put in. I'm going to lay claim. So, it's from a chap called Tom Orchard, who is a fellow financial planner and good friend. And he tweeted me to say, instead of buying new toys for Christmas, just start clearing out old ones. These unloved toys go into a box ready for the attic. All of a sudden, they're the best toys in the world and they cannot be lived without. Mm, Very clever. That's a good one, that actually. It's a really good one. I saw something recently about how there's a new trend now for hiring toys. So actually, you can hire a toy and your kid plays with it and then when your kid is bored with it, you give it back. I think that's a brilliant idea. And then somebody else comes and hires it. Yeah. And clearly there will be a shelf life that these toys will have. They get a bit battered. But you think of I mean, the classic of Lego. Yeah. I took a massive bin liner full of Lego down to a shop and sold it for 
one percent of what it cost me. It'd be much better to go to a, to some other kid. Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. The sharing economy. That's right in yeah. that space, isn't it? Definitely yeah. brilliant stuff. Definitely. Okay, so should we play a few games? I think we should. I'm going to start off, um, I'm going to test a few of your behaviours, okay? These are some games provided by our old friend of the podcast, Neil Bage. All right? So, first of all, Tom, I'm going to give you £20, okay? That money is yours to keep, but there's a catch. You have to share some of the £20 with David. Only you can decide how much you're going to give. And you can only make one offer to David. If David accepts, you both keep the money. If David refuses, I keep the 20 quid. Okay. So, Tomo, how much of the 20 quid are you going to offer to David? And let's see if he accepts or refuses. And that will depend on whether you keep the rest of it. Talk us through your thinking, your decision making. Okay, okay. Well, first of Watching all, you think isn't great radio. No, no. First and foremost, the <laughs> it's idea... It's not great telly, actually. Do we no. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? Um, yeah, first and foremost, the idea of you having my money, Chris, fills me with dread. So that that's going to make me offer something rather... <laughs> uh, Strangely enough, that was my first yeah. thought. <laughs> but this is interesting. Is it, it's money that I'm being offered rather than I already have? Correct. Okay. Well, no, so there's a 20 quid. You take it. Yeah. Right, now that's yours. Um, if David refuses your offer, you have to give that back to me. Okay, so I came into the room without that 20 pounds. And with that in mind, would you like 10 pounds, David? That would be more than generous. Thank you very much. There you go. There you go. So David keeps 10, you keep 10, yeah. you're both happy. And you've got nothing. And I, no, but that wasn't going to happen anyway. So so what this is what this is showing is two things. Um, this is showing loss aversion and endowment effect. Mm. Endowment effect is, you've, you've absolutely nailed it. Thank you very much, Dobbo. You did that really well. <laughs> Which is that because you've already had it, you didn't want to give it back. So because I gave it to you and you were holding it in your hand, you said, well, as you said, I came in here with nothing, so that's great. And then loss aversion is all about how much, well, I don't, I've got 20 quid, I don't want to end up with nothing. So it's better to offer David something he'll accept, so you offered him £10. That's yeah. a really good example of endowment effect and loss aversion. I would have settled for a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would have been if you'd actually given me 20 quid. Uh, <laughs> physical 20 Oh, well, you've broken the fourth wall now. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, so now we're going to try a different game, and this time you're going to work together, okay? I have in my hand two dice. That's okay. a real sound effect. That's real, they're really That's real are. dice. Yeah. I bought them today. Shame you didn't buy the crackers, but... So this... <laughs> you're breaking all of the, all the mystery. So, I'm going to roll... There's no mystery about us going, let's pull a cracker, and you going, bang. There's just no mystery at all. Oh, dear. Right. Um, I wonder what the people outside of Parmenia offices think about what's going on in here. Right, so so in this second game, what's going to happen is you two are going to work together. Um, it's, a, it's a double person game of dice. There's the dice, real dice. Cost me two pounds, they did. Um, so what's going to happen is I'm going to uh, offer you a deal, all right? Uh, you can bet up to 20 pounds, all right? I'm going to roll the dice. If it's even, you win and you keep whatever you decided to bet. If it's odd, I win and you have to pay me. So how much are you going to bet up to £20 on this do we deal? Not, do we win anything off you if we Yeah, win? if it's even, I've got to pay you whatever oh, right, amount okay. you've decided. Oh, OK. If it's odd, you've got to pay me whatever amount you've decided. So okay. discuss amongst yourselves. So now the odds are kind of in our favour. He's taking the entire burden of risk himself, isn't he? Whereas we're splitting it 50-50. Oh, yeah. You know, so actually he's great. losing all of it. Yeah. We're only going to lose half of it. So that's the first yeah. thought that the I have. The odds are 50-50. The odds are 50-50. Uh, about how that's going to turn out. Now, um, 
when you sit down with me, Tom, as my financial advisor, and ask me what my attitude to risk is, I say I have a, a medium, a medium <laughs> attitude to risk. Yeah, you know? a little spoiler alert. Listeners, everybody says they have a medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on that basis, I'm thinking that maybe uh, if it was just me, I'd probably say a tenner. However, I'm thinking that as there's two of us here and we're going to split the risk between the two of us, I could go a bit higher. So if I'm prepared to lose a tenner with the prospect of winning 20, the question is, are you prepared to lose a tenner? Well, we'd have to split the winnings as well. That's true. So yeah. it'd be, it's basically a 10 quid bet for us, isn't it? It's a 10 it? quid bet, yeah. Do you know what, for the sake of uh, brevity, yeah, I'll go for the bet. Okay. Yeah, right. sure. So, so we're going to put the full 20 pounds full, in? Full 20. Full 20, full 20 pounds. Here we go. See the colour of your money, boys. Here we go. Okay. okay. There we are, 10 pounds. Right. And if it's uh, even, then um, I've got to give you, well, you take what I've just put on the table. Yeah, that's if right. It's odd the other way. Here we go. Six over here. And it's minute. odd. It's odd. Thank oh, you, chap. This gets our money. Very really good. So I told you we shouldn't have done that, Tomo. <laughs> it's all your fault. Now, do you want to go again? Wow. There we are. Actually, give you a risk. chance to win it back. Got a chance to win it back. So at this point, I'm going to say no. Because I don't bet very often. You know, but I'll, sometimes I'll have a little online bet on a football match or the Grand National. You know, but I always think in my mind, that's how much I can afford to lose. And if I'm going to bet any more than that, I'm not going to go any further. Otherwise, you get drawn in. Mm. So I'm going to say I've lost a tenner. I could get the money back. But then again, I could lose 20. So I'm going to say I'd rather not. But you've got to agree, Tom. I do, but from a different angle. Mm. I don't like chasing losses. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. That For me, anyway, that you've got to be prepared to lose something. But you can't go and chase to gain it all back. Otherwise, you could just exacerbate the problem mm. so from slightly different angles i think we're quite similar yeah. in that in that mindset but i sit down with many couples who aren't you know, <laughs> these, these things. would you marry me <laughs> <laughs> there um, we go so that's that's loss aversion and confidence and uh, that's, i'm very interesting that you didn't want to bet again i'm up for it yeah. because i've got 20 quid You're and i winning, started yeah. with nothing yeah. so if i lose it i'll end up with nothing which is where i started so i'm up for it yeah, that's a confidence that's thing. a confidence yeah. thing. Exactly. so so these are all traits that we must be aware of when we're making investments when yeah. we look at our investments but i know I, you know one of the things that you've talked about a lot chris in these podcasts is know thyself yes and i know myself and i've learned from experience in the past when i probably have chased a loss and i thought oh, that's all right i've double or quits and all of a sudden it's it's double. <laughs> not so, with us, I'm hasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, no, not at all. Not at all with you. So, yeah. An Don't worry, I'm not telling you off, David. An interesting, <laughs> an interesting exercise. You two remember that uh, I sent you an email. We're, yes. now, we're now going to look at something called anchoring. I sent you both an email with three questions on it. Listeners, uh, see what you write down your answers, okay? And let's see, uh, let's see what you say. So, question number one: second best-selling Christmas song is "Mary's Bold Child" by Boney M, which has sold around three hundred thousand copies. Mm -hmm. The best-selling mm -hmm. single is "Do They Know It's Christmas?" How many copies has it sold? Question number two: the average British household spends two thousand pounds each month. How much extra do we spend in December? So write down your answer. And then thirdly, in the UK, we will consume some 110 million slices of turkey. How many Brussels sprouts do we eat? 
Okay, write down your answers, listeners, and I will tell you what David and Tombo answered, except I gave you different questions. I gave you subtly different numbers. Let's see the different answers. So the actual question is Mary's Boy Child has sold around 1.5 million copies. Now, Tomo, I told you Mary's Boy Child sold 300,000. You said, do they know it's Christmas, sold 2 million copies. David, I told you Mary's Boy Child sold 1.3 million and you guessed they had sold 8.5 million copies. So that's called anchoring. Because I gave you a number to begin with, you anchored your answer based upon my number. So let's take the average British household spends uh, actually 2,500 per month. That's the actual figure. So, Tomo, I told you the average spend is 2,000, okay? And you guessed the extra Christmas spend to be 1,800. The right answer is 800. Oh, is that something? David, I told you the average spend is 4,000 and you guessed the extra Christmas spend to be 2,000. So only slightly higher, but it was still higher. But this last one really shows the impact of anchoring. In the UK, we consume, actually, it's 308 million slices of turkey and 411 million sprouts every Christmas. Now, Tomo, I told you we eat 110 million slices of turkey. You guessed we eat 700 million sprouts. <laughs> David, I gave you a higher number. I told you we eat 308 slices of turkey, and you guess we eat 2.5 billion sprouts. <laughs> I like sprouts. <laughs> I, did, I remember answering that question, I, and I thought to myself, right, well, how many slices do you have on a table, and then mm. how many sprouts? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in actual fact, the, the, the amount of sprouts that we eat is not actually directly related to the number of slices of turkey, necessarily. Right. So it's called anchoring. It's used in advertising and marketing all the time, the, the best way I can always put it, as I always think of, of the daughter who says, she thinks, I want to go out to a party and I want to get back at midnight, but Dad won't let me get back at midnight. He'll only say 11. So you say to Dad, Dad, I'm going to go out to a party. What time are you back? I'll be back at 2. You will not be back at 2. You'll be back at midnight, my girl. Huh? Which is all she ever wanted. You know? uh -huh. So that's a form of anchoring. Huh? And it's used in, in, um, to get us to spend more money than we might want to. Uh, two for one offers, you know, mm. you just increase the price and call it two for one, and people buy more. So something the, to watch the, out for. The sofa adverts on uh, on Boxing Day onwards. That's yeah. always the yes. one, isn't it? Yeah. All of a sudden, there's cut price in there. Can I just rewind you, Chris? You didn't tell us actually what the number one single had actually sold. Oh, I'm doing you told a us what the guesses were. Uh, that's because I don't actually know. Um, oh. it, <laughs> well, the statistics are really hard. I think it's about two million. Oh, okay. uh, do oh, they know it's Christmas is, is way ahead of everything else in the yeah. number it, it's sold. Do you think there's an element of we just take it face value what people tell us? Because I just took it at face value that those were the right answers that you said. Mm. Maybe because I trusted you. The authority figure that yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know better next time, Tomo. <laughs> okay, great. So fun Christmas games for us, but also I think as ever, we've learned a little bit through the fun that we've had. Well, guys, I just say... <laughs> A personal thank you for the two of you. We've had another year doing these podcasts. Every time I come along, not really knowing what to expect, and every time I come away having really enjoyed your company, I'm feeling that we've uh, you know, found out a little bit more about the world of financial well-being. On behalf of Chris Budd, Tom Morris, and myself, David Lloyd, we'd like to wish you all a delightfully happy Christmas and an extremely prosperous and financially well-being New Year. Well, mine started off very well because I got 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas, everyone. If you want to be notified of upcoming podcasts, make sure you click the subscribe button.
For more information on the topics discussed in today's podcast and to purchase a copy of the Financial Wellbeing book, please visit www.financialwell-being.co.uk. We'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas on financial well-being. You can send us an email at contact at financialwell-being.co.uk. You can follow us on Twitter at FinWellBeing. Chris is Ovation Chris, and David is at Dave underscore Backwell. This has been an Ovation Finance production. Thanks for listening to the Financial Wellbeing Podcast. More interesting than you might think. Thank you.